Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey! Goldberg! I better not talk with the Chiefs, bro. Can you stop it? No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Black! 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 It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey everybody, what if good things can happen to good people? I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello everyone. That's Kevin. Hey y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. This is it. We made it the season finale. Who knows if there's going to be a season two. Episode 10, State of Play. A lot to talk about, so we won't get bogged down in the cryptocurrency game here. Let's just get straight into it. Uh, Tommy, your opening thoughts on episode 10, State of Play. So there, a lot happened in this episode. We knew that a lot would need to happen because they had 32 teams competing for a state championship. Um, but I really liked um, the way they did it. Um, you know, you got to figure they were going to do something a little bit different. They wouldn't just have the ducks and, and, um, and don't bothers play and have like, you know, the don't bothers win or whatever. Um, so I really enjoy that the way that they, uh, did essentially Sophia having to, to forfeit, although I, you know, couldn't she have just sit on the bench the entire time like Logan did, but I, I did like how, like the overall theme. Now there's definitely some things we can nitpick with, but I would definitely give this a pretty high rating. So I'm, I was very satisfied and, you know, toward the end, there's a couple of moments that make you want to tear up a little bit. Have yeah, any there, thoughts? Yeah, uh, there were definitely some some moments um, where you get a little misty-eyed. Um, the the cheese was laid on pretty thick uh, this episode. It was, uh, prob- I'd probably, it was probably the cheesiest episode of them all. Um, but, I, I mean, I did really like it. I, I'm glad it ended the way it ended because I was going to be very upset if they just ended with them forfeiting um so i'm glad that they kind of like tied that up um so i thought that was good um i i it was interesting how the hockey was in this episode um it was this like stylistically it was so much different than the rest of the show um but i liked it it was almost like shot almost like a documentary kind of um uh but i thought that was good i thought the hockey was good um but yeah, it was cheesy, but I, I mean, there were so, there's so much to like to love for like, like from the old Mighty Ducks movies that were like kind of interspersed in this and the music was great. And there was, it, 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 I thought it was a good way to like tie up the season. Plus, uh, assuming there was a season two, we'd get a good, you know, launching point for that. So, so real quick on the hockey, because I don't want to forget this, you know, they do the flying V kind of like we all expected as soon as you, we know that they're going to put the, the old District 5 Ducks uniforms on. I was watching, were they offside at all in the Flying V? It's a good question. I It seemed like they had passed up, like it seemed like the Flying V went in 
like really overdrive in the neutral zone and then they came they already Evan already had the puck by the time they hit the blue line but I would have to review and revisit this because um it was a little different than the spline B last time like they actually had the opposing team try to sort of attack the flying V instead of just back up all the way into their net. So uh, I definitely have to review. I don't want to, um, you know, make a final judgment on that. Well, that, that's been one of the criticisms and not to go like too like deep into it yet is one of the criticisms like flying V would never work. They're offside unless, you know, of course the, the first guy has a puck. And like Mike said, it did look like it was more realistic. So shout out to um, Dave Tomlinson, you know, hockey Dave, um, for for perhaps having some input on that, but but it wouldn't surprise me if you know Steve Brill said like for 30 years people have been telling me that the flying V is bullshit. Well, <laughs> here you go. But but anywho, um, sorry to to go off the the deep end so early, but did want to make sure we address the flying V. Yeah, no. For my my initial thoughts, yeah, I mean the hockey I really enjoyed. Um, a bit of like a letdown for me with the forfeiting, but I did think they made up for it at the end uh some great uh you know some great callbacks to the original ducks here and uh, yeah i thought the ending was really uh a really a good way to do it so great great uh, finale for me so we have i think three arcs if we want to look at it we have the dome fathers and the ducks you have alex and gordon uh, and really alex's i guess journey in general uh a little less on gordon and then you have obviously sophie and evan here and everything that encompassed that but a a small note the parents were in the crowd so it certainly seems like they came up after work um some cool hockey scenes as kevin mentioned from that little montage so they played the marauders the caribou the renegades and the lumberjacks before the final how do we feel about uh the team names in the state championship um i thought they phoned it in on a couple of them (laughs) <laughs> um, it's like, all right, Maroon Marauders, here we go. Caribou, all right. And eh, just call them the Renegades. And then, okay, just call them Lumberjacks, the big guys, and we're good. But if you look at like the team names for the other ones, you get some generic ones on there. But it's like, if you have to make like 32 nice graphics, you're going to have like a Wildcats in there. You're going to have an Eagles, you know. Well, it, and it kind of tied back to what Coach C was saying. He's like, all oh, the good names are taken. Because <laughs> yeah. we the Sea Monkeys. I thought that was really good. Yeah. That is a good one. So yeah, they had a, you know, Sam scoring a goal. Sam seemed to really pick up his play in the state championship. And then in the, uh, you know, the unsanctioned game here. He, he also looked wildly older than he did at the start of the show. Yeah. Like, I, I felt like he like went through puberty during like, like, you know, completed puberty during the show. Yeah, it seems like that for me with, like, Coop. If you watch, like, the first episode and then you watch him and he's, like, I think I mentioned at one point, he's, he just towers over, like, a full-grown adults. Um, <laughs> so I guess it's, like, tough when you're, you know, you have to work with 12, 13-year-old kids who are yeah. <laughs> going through all that. Um, so let's see. We, I mean, we had Coop's family life kind of get profiled, and then they – they did the thing where, you know, they set it up and then it, they paid it off kind of right away. Uh, were we okay with, you know, how the whole Coop thing played out, just kind of getting it over with quick? Did you want to see more Coop? Yeah, um, uh, like I'll say it was like a a little bit of a misty moment, but I do think if they like put a little bit more time into it, it would have been a really impactful moment. I, I think if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean... 
Umber, lumberjacks basically team iceland uh with you know the same thing is that his mom or is that his wife uh, that was good that was yeah. a great line a good line there but yeah where do we want to go here do we want to do don't bother for the ducks do we want to do alex and gordon or do you want to start with sophie and evan let's let's start with sophie and evan so i think we all like we called this that you know that was probably going to be the case that was like the odds on favor and, and we did get it um i i think you know, Sophie being hurt and Evan being the captain and doing the right thing, like, even though he, like, went behind Sophie's back and said, like, hey, um, I got to go talk to this um, questionable medical professional. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, was like, weird. <laughs> yeah, you can play, but you could end up hurting yourself. It's your decision when it should be like, no, you should not play. Like, yeah. you will have permanent damage if you do something wrong. Let it rest. You're young. Like, that medic was, I don't know, maybe they were, like, a duck's plant or something. Just a touch on the like them forfeiting thing i did love that we got a ruby moment that was magical yeah their sticks down that was great yeah no yeah a lot to go on so obviously the knee injury finally comes to play they've been building that up whole season uh finally comes to kind of a uh satisfying ending i guess for me like it actually played a factor things were happening the banks injury first the sophie injury banks plays through it sophie I guess Sophie wanted to play through it, uh, but is convinced otherwise. Uh, yeah, you have the uh, rules say we need a 10-person active roster. So at the beginning of the season, they only needed six kids to start the team. So I don't know if the, the rules for the state championship are different than just, you know, the rec league. But you have, as Kevin mentioned, the, the Rudy moment everyone dropping their sticks even the checkmates talk a little bit uh, that was yeah. kind of all we got we, from fin- the we finally got something from them <laughs> it was it was a little anticlimactic i was i was really hoping like they would speak in perfect english and be like yeah we speak english i don't know why you guys didn't talk to us <laughs> that would have been like the payoff um i i imagine we'll have some some nice speculative episodes later about how they had to go from six to ten and maybe it's just like people working in the background to get these check kids on there mm. you know some cousin of Hans said like, Hey, they're changing the rules specifically like to fuck with you guys. And here are these two ringers who just moved in or whatever. Um, but yeah, interesting. And, you know, they really kind of hit home that whole 10 person thing. And like I said earlier, you know, Sophie could have just been on the bench um, and not played just like Alex yeah. never played Logan the whole time. Yeah. Especially cause she could have skated on it. She could have went through warm ups, maybe even played a shift. And they, and they could have still done it. But how did you feel about Sophie's parents kind of being human beings there? Was that too big of a turnaround when they were like, no, you have to, you know, sit it out when they're all about winning and, you know. I, I, I thought it was too big of a leap for them. to Because even early in the episode, they're still assholes. Like, they, they mentioned that about her, like, college essay or whatever. And then all of a sudden, they're lovey-dovey. I thought that was weird. But, uh, you know, whatever yeah i guess I, I think it was kind of like very quick but you can you can imagine maybe they're like they're thinking if she plays on this she could fuck herself up and that won't be that would not be good for her future and so maybe they just put the act on but it was kind of a bit of a 180 but it was a, a good message you know you can they still want what's best overall for their child which is to not play on it yeah and i feel like they could have made it a little uh I don't know if realistic is the right word, but if you, I think they could have pointed out that like, if you play now, this whole goal of getting to college and playing in college 
is jeopardized with like one hit. So uh, I, there was an opportunity for them to go for, and they did not do it. So you have the locker room scene. Was that was that cheesy? Was that inspirational? What was your emotions? Uh, you know, watching it. Definitely the the Rudy callback. You know, I don't know how purposeful it was, but that's immediately what I thought. And for those who haven't seen it, Rudy were. You know, basically, they, someone needs to give up his roster spot so Rudy could play in the last game. And then you basically have the entire team like come and give their jersey saying he can take my spot. Um, so you definitely think about that. Um, so I liked it just because, um, although for a second there, I thought uh, Nick was going to like say no. Um, <laughs> he was he was ready to play. Um, but I liked it, Kevin. I, I think the the like competitor in me was like rolling my eyes a little bit. Um but uh, I thought they did a, I thought the scene itself was good. Uh, but I, I think I would have been like, no, what the hell is wrong with you guys? Like, let's play, you know? Yeah. I, I think this personally, I would have erred on that side, but um, I thought the scene was, was really well done. Um, plus we get the Czech kids actually saying words. So the checkmates, I did like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was funny. Yeah. So we do have this build up to the state championship, then this build up to the Mighty Ducks and the final. Were you disappointed that, you know, we built up to this whole official match and then we didn't get it and we had to go to the, the you know, second part of it? Or were you okay with how it played out till in the end? In hindsight, I'm okay with how it played out. I was, like, a little perturbed at the time. Um, I was like, there's no way they're just going to end it like this, you know? Um, but you know, in hindsight, in the way it all played out and them getting the Ducks name back, like, it makes sense. I don't think it made a ton of sense in the moment. Um, but, like, looking back on it now, it, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know, in, at least we have them forfeit and you have them, like, you go right to the trophy presentation, you're kind of like, oh, damn, where are they going to go with this? Um, but unfortunately, and I think Mike alluded to this actually in our Discord channel, which everyone should join, is you know, the, the teaser, you, sh- you see one of the don't bothers like in an old school Ducks jersey, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, okay, that's going to be there somewhere. And so then you kind of think, all right, they're going to wear these Ducks jerseys in the, um, like their little playoff. And so that, that moment's a little bit ruined because of, you know, just the nature of marketing. Um, but I, um, I was still satisfied with, with how it ended. And especially because it wasn't just all right, Ducks on one side of the bracket and don't bother's on the other side. They play in the championship game and then like make things interesting to get the team name. They just, they do the whole team name thing. And, you know, I was satisfied with how they did it. It, it also, it would have been funny if they hadn't paid off the Sophie knee thing. Like, <laughs> like that had just been alluded to all season. And then they just kind of like, okay, yeah, let's just play the championship and that's it. You know, <laughs> I was, um, I was wondering if we were going to see Sophie playing in that little playoff game. Like what the fuck? You know, but I guess the the Ducks were, were pretty uh pretty bad if they were not able to win, you know, when you know arguably the best player in the Ducks or excuse me the Don't Bothers was out, and then I guess they did all this cheating. You know, they can't they couldn't even win when they cheat. You know. Yeah. Yeah, a lot for me. Like you built up this whole thing. I would have much preferred to see you know, the Ducks win through some sort of technicality or like, I would much more prefer to see them win the state championship in maybe like a cheap way or they just, 
maybe they even killed it. And then later on, you know, we, we somehow fall into this unsanctioned game, but um, I was okay with it. So obviously I guess we've sort of gone off into a different arc, but uh, you have Sophie, uh, you know, coming in the locker room and yeah, the whole point, I guess, is, you know, they did this to be a team and make friends and have fun. So, you know, forfeiting the championship for the friends was the payoff, but you have that speech. And then we obviously get the Evan and Sophie kiss. It was, as Steve Brill mentioned, just like a peck on the bench though. You're just emotions seeing that. Did we, was it a big enough payoff for this buildup of, of, you know, 10 episodes that we were waiting for this stupid kiss? So when I was watching it, um, I had like glanced down on my phone for two seconds. And so I missed the kiss. And so I had to look up and rewind it. And so uh, I was pissed at myself for that. Um, But, you know, I liked how they did it. It wasn't like super cheesy, you know, over the top with everyone being like, "Woo!" you know? Yeah. Um, So it worked. They they got it out of the way and and, in a tasteful manner. Um, And it's, you know, two 12 year olds. That's that's how they're going to do their first kiss whatever i i did like uh evan's line after that where he's like oh we're doing this now (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was good yeah so yeah obviously that's the big payoff with evan and sophie and i i would assume we see some sort of uh if there is a season two we some some sort of development there um anything else on evan and sophie before we uh, move on here did evan ever ever get that c back at any point i mean We've talked about good captain's mm. qualities, but I guess him getting the Conway jersey in the the third period there kind of hammers at home. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, it was never like made official, you know, that he was the captain again, but he but, does wear the C. But I guess he talked about how they're all like co-captains, so it works. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, I mean, we've already started talked about the Ducks and uh, – the don't bothers here so let's get into it um you have obviously there's the showdown the ducks win they already have the championship hats with which i thought was a nice touch um before that i guess we have the pregame glare was it funny or cheesy i thought it was good i i thought bombay was really funny particularly in that scene um and i thought it was good how like uh how alex like kept like messing him up and then yeah. Evan just finally comes and screws it all up I thought I thought it was funny and and coach Teeds and it's like a, I mean it's a nice callback also to like Bombay and Wolf and you know stuff like that I thought that was good yeah yeah coach T's reaction after it well, I thought was nice when he won he was just so smug and satisfied with himself <laughs> so then yeah we have the meeting in the I guess concourse of the rink about the championship and then evan evan drops his speech about not walking away from a challenge the quack 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 which i think was the the biggest sort of jaw-dropping moment for me because they did as tommy mentioned a lot of people pissed that the sneak peek give away the jersey change but the, the the confrontation how did you feel about you know the way the whole played out and then you know this bet for the duck's name there um if I was like a parent of one of those kids, I'd be like, what are you talking about? We got church tomorrow. You can't play in this weird one-off game, you know? Um, and so 
I, I liked how it came about. And, you know, Coach T is not going to back down from a challenge like that. Um, like his, he would be too hurt. Um, but I liked it. And like the quacking was really good. And you could tell everyone was into it. Yeah, I thought it was a, a, a particularly funny scene too, especially with like the $200 P.F. Chang's gift card. That, that yeah. was a really funny line. Um, I, 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 just Coach T in any situation like that is really funny where he like gets to be the smug asshole. Um, I, I thought it was a fun scene. I, I did think um, Evan's little speech thing, I'd be like, oh my God, if I was like one of the other kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I thought maybe that was a bit much, but um, I thought it was a fun scene. Yeah, I, I thought it developed kind of naturally where Coach he was like, oh God, you're so annoying. Just like go away. And then it <laughs> sort of built up into this big thing where neither one wanted to back down. So um, that was nice. You have the game, obviously. So they say no fans, but then the parents are there, which is good. And then they let the podcast uh, broadcast the game. I guess Mary Jo getting in with Nick helped with that. Uh, Terry, I thought was excellent throughout the uh, the episode. He has a great face acting. Yeah, we uh we need to get Terry on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well uh, I'll try to track him down. Um, and then you have you know you have some highs and lows. You had blindfold hockey again. Uh, I guess a little better executed this time. But then you have you know the locker room scene where everyone stands up and talks about you know what it means to be a don't bother. What was your you know reaction when they all started? standing up logan talking about his divorce and coob you know i never used to go outside and all that it, it was good um call back to d2 before, right you know um uh that's you know again i was hoping to get a, a checkmates something there um something more <laughs> but um but I, I liked it it's um i don't want to say like it's wholesome because that probably does a little bit of a disservice because it, it was you know a little bit uh inspiring i guess um, you know, the, to me, the cheesiest moment of the episode was when Evan's like, I love you, mom, or whatever. I'm just like, <laughs> like what 12 year old is going to say that? <laughs> like, uh, in front of all of his, his friends, you know, that's like the only eye roll I had, but I thought the, the moment where they're talking about like, Hey, it's not about winning. It's, and we've already won was good. I, I also, I liked how Evan then followed that up with, yeah, but let's go win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I, I think without that, it would have felt pretty flat for me. Uh, but I thought that was good how he was like, okay, but yeah, well, now that we got all this like lovey-dovey stuff out of the way, let's go beat their ass. I did like on the chalkboard, what did it say? It was like, whoop the ducks or something like that. Like how we whoop the ducks. <laughs> I, thought, I was trying to read that. We, uh, we're going to have to have an episode on like notable inspirational speeches from like kids' movies. Because I was thinking of like uh, Little Giants where they say like, oh, all it takes is like one time to beat them. Like if they beat you 99 out of hundred times, that means you still won once. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think it was up there. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously Bombay with the D5 unis. Did you have an emotional reaction or did you sort of see this coming just because of the sneak peek? I, I, I honestly don't really remember it from the sneak peek, but um, I, 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 I mean, I, I liked it. It was a cool moment. I thought it was weird that they are the literally the original jerseys though. Like that they didn't have their own names and numbers. I like I get it. Like I get why that but I just thought it was kind of weird. Yeah. So are we willing to overlook that there was a Gaffney and like a Kenny Wu on yeah. there? 
Yeah, there was a Kenny Wu. There was a Russ Tyler. They put Sam in the Russ Tyler jersey. Um, yeah, that was the big thing for me. Like, maybe they should have just left him blank on the back or something like that. But, like, I like that the D5 unis came into play. But, you know, the way they were executed, um, yeah, it was fun, like, seeing all the jerseys again. But, yeah, maybe we just need to let it, that one go and just say, hey. We're okay with this. I, I think we let it go and we can say that they retconned some kind of like, hey, the, you know, new ducks and old ducks, they gave the the new ducks like some honorary like District 5 jerseys. You yeah. can imagine Hans doing that and we don't have to make a big stink about it. Um, although we can if we want to um, next time <laughs> we get Brill. Um, but man, how great would it have been for like an after credit scene where like Josh Axe comes out. He's like, like, hey, punk, you know, you're wearing my jersey. No. Oh. I, I, I watched till the end. I was hoping so badly we'd finally get a cutscene at, at the end of the finale, but we did not. Yeah. No, I think I think you're on the right track, though, Tommy. Maybe at the Ducks Gala, they made up D5 jerseys for all the former Ducks, and, you know, that's where we started. So uh, I think it's easily explainable there. So um, Yeah, there's definitely going to be some, some people in our Discord channel that are just like, fuck that, you know. <laughs> but um, and I'll allow it, so. Yeah, all right. Anything here before we move on to Alex and kind of uh, where she stands here as we go into season two? Yeah, so Alex comes around. We have the scene with her in Bombay in the empty arena. I thought that I, was really good. I thought that scene was great. Yeah, it was funny. And then, the, you know, should we sit closer together? And then, you know, we come together and, uh, you know, what if good things can just happen to good people? We finally get a mention of Bombay's law career and mm-hmm. kind of like what happened, which I thought was nice. But yeah, Alex, considering going to law school, I guess we sort of saw this coming, but um, do we feel like that is, a, I guess, a worthy storyline as we go into season two? I'm just talking about season two like it's happening. So uh, yeah. So in season two, what you can do, especially if you don't like get Lauren Graham back, if she's not under contract, you can have like Evan like living with Bombay, like in this in the Ice Palace or something, right? Like, oh, she's off at law school over the summer. She can she only comes home on weekends or something like that, or or something along those lines. I don't know. Um, you know, it's a city, so I imagine she's still working at home. But um, I could see that happening where uh, you you don't necessarily need Lauren Graham for to be like the focal point of it. Um, if you wanted to get like Bombay and, and Evan and in that way, and also like get Josh Jackson in here somehow, uh, preferably uh, in Mexico, the way we've uh, <laughs> we've hypothesized, and Michael put that episode on the show notes for anyone yeah. who hasn't listened to our fantastic uh, reboot idea. Um, I, I I do like the idea if if Lauren Graham continues to be a, like a major part. Um, I like the idea of like her and Stephanie kind of becoming rivals. Mm. um at, like at competing law firms um like maybe they like have a case against each other or, you know something like that I, I feel like that's a pretty easy kind of plot that you can roll out there um but you know I, we we talked about it we kind of assumed something like this would happen I think we thought maybe it'd be more substantial with like Bombay you know being the the mentor almost as like the lawyer um but I think it's I think it's good I, I think it helps move a lot uh, like her character along yeah 
I feel like there's a lot of potential for Bombay still to be the mentor as mm-hmm. we go forward here. So uh, that's good. Uh, other than that, that I think we, you know, sort of covered Alex's journey and Gordon Bombay's journey. They were just sort of helpful. I did like uh, Bombay, you know, mentioning he had knee injuries too with Sophie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we get to the end and Stephanie coming through in the end, uh, Coach T being mad. Just uh, your feelings on the ending there. And then obviously as we, I guess, sort of fade to black here, you get the logo of the ducks on the center ice ice palace deal. I, I thought the, the moment with Stephanie, I thought it was funny. Cause like, it's again, it's one of those things where you think she's going to do the heel turn, but she just like follows through on it, you know, and, or she follows through on like being the good guy. Um, I thought that was good. Um, I, I like, uh, I really liked Coach T's tantrum at the end. I thought that was really good, really funny. He was, he was excellent this episode. Yeah. Um, uh, I like that. And I, 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 I again, I, I liked the closing because it, it gives us a good launching pad for a potential season two. Um, so I, I thought that was a really cool way to end it. Yeah, I, I hate to say it too, but they really did ta- wrap a bow around it. So if we didn't get a season two, like, I, I'm satisfied with the ending, but of course I'll always want more Mighty Ducks. Um, but yeah, the logo was great because that's essentially how the series started was with like the new Ducks logo, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've got the old one and, um, you know, I, I also really like appreciate the design of the logo with the D5 on it. And I'm not sure I ever really noticed that just because that's a really nice callback to the uh, the club's origins, which is nice. Um, and then the ending with like Coach T, like, you know, we did have a Coach T spinoff where he goes to like, I don't know. There's there's a million ideas that we will probably be coming up with uh, in in the future months. But uh, I liked the ending, and you know, Stephanie came through, and you know, I I wonder if, if there was something where it's like, hey, the you know guys like Trevor or whatever Stephanie's kids would then maybe join the uh, the don't bothers under the new Ducks emblem, you know, a la Little Giants, where the Giants and Cowboys like join teams. I, I really do hope the the old ducks are the sea monkeys, though. I think I, I think that would be really funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be interesting in season two. I think that is where season two was going, which was a good prediction for us, where you know where the ducks and the don't bother sort of combine here. So uh, it would be interesting to see, yeah, you know, yeah, Ruby and Trevor with the other uh, new ducks. Now, I guess uh, at the end, or I guess in season two, Stephanie coming around. I was like it was good because they the way they set it up and you know her she changed there i was kind of wondering if that she would have said no and then the don't bothers would have been like screw it anyway and you know did the figural figurative toss the trophy in the lake a la heavyweight somehow uh but yeah i think we we have a good setup here where stephanie and trevor and ruby can play a, a much bigger factor in season two I do wonder about Coach T. Like, is he going to be back at all? Because I know just from a logistical standpoint, he was supposed to have a cameo. And then coronavirus sort of changed things to where he could be in this whole arc. So I would love to see Coach T in season two. I don't know if it's actually happening or he just, you know. We need a, an R-rated Coach T spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that would be good. All right. Um, anything else here before we go on to our awards anything we want to bring up 
ne? All right. Uh, so we have our typical awards. By the way, we will have a, you know, we'll have a, a bunch of sort of season wrap up stuff to come. Working on a megapod with some people, working on possibly a live pod with the the quackalites, you know, maybe do our awards then. Uh we have to go over our predictions, our bold predictions. So a lot to still wrap up here. And then, you know, we'll get into our usual, usual nonsense as well. All right. Let's go to our high point. High point of the episode. In an episode, a lot of high points. Uh, Tommy, your high point. A lot of high points. Um, I think when the don't bothers were quacking at the, uh, the ducks. Um, that um you know I wasn't really expecting that um i i think that was uh, that was just great and you come off right like them losing and so you kind of don't know where it's going and so you're kind of like pumped up again so to me that was the high point um at least personally kevin um let's see i i, I did really like the the quacking i thought that was really good um hmm I, I think for me, just because I, I got like really excited during that, I think the Rudy moment is mm. the is the high point for me. Cause just because I just thought it was a really good, like so many callbacks. Um, and I just thought that was a really cool moment. Yeah. I am going to agree with Tommy. I'll go with the quacking just because I wasn't really expecting it in that moment. So when it happened, it was sort of uh, jaw dropping to me. I did like as an honorable mention, Bombay at the end saying, are we ducks or what? A little, uh, you know, call back there. But yeah, for me, the high point quacking, the low point of the episode, Kevin, your low point. Uh, blindfold uh, hockey. <laughs> that was, I was just like, what? Why? And, and, and it wouldn't work. <laughs> like, so yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. It would have been great if it just backfired and they like the <laughs> game losing goal. That would have been nice if it did backfire and they're like, <laughs> crap. And then, you know, they came back and won it, obviously, at the end. But, Tommy, your low point. Um, I, I So, Koob was, like, amazing in the first period. And then, like, all the goals he let in were really soft. Yeah. Like, just, like, between his legs, he wasn't moving. Um, so, that was, we like, unfortunately, vintage Koob in that, mm-hmm. thir- in that second period, I guess. Um, so it's uh, it was not a, I didn't appreciate that. And the other one, I already mentioned this, but like the big eye roll with uh, uh, Evan, like I love you, mom. You know. Oh yeah. Like good for them for having that kind of relationship, uh, but a <laughs> little bit of an eye roll. Yeah, for me, uh, I like I said, I was disappointed in the forfeit. I could have thought it could have went another way, but I'm gonna stick with the checkmates, like we've been waiting for them to happen and if all they do is just you know say two words and like that's their big payoff especially because in this last episode tegan and bella told us you know oh the checkmates have a storyline no spoilers so i was excited for the checkmates to do something and then that was kind of it so i'm gonna just stick with my old reliable and say the checkmates uh quote of the episode a lot of uh, a lot of good ones, you know. A lot of uh, you know heartwarming ones. I might go with just the funniest one, which was uh, as Kevin mentioned, Coach T. I've got a trophy and a two hundred dollar 
gift card to PF Chains that says otherwise. Uh, so, Kevin, your quote of the episode. Yeah, I think that one was mine too. That was by far, I think, the most like LOL moment for me. Tommy? Well, unfortunately, this is going to be a clean sweep because I actually wrote that one down as the best <laughs> one. It's, well, I got a trophy and a $200 gift card to P.F. Chang's that says otherwise. Uh, that was just a great line. I laughed out loud. I think um, honorable mention to Bombay saying, are we ducks or what? Just because it's a callback. And it was like right at the end. Yeah. But Coach T with the, the line of the episode and $200 gift card to P.F. Chang's. I feel like that's going to be a, the subject of a, a quack question or something later. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of love questions about that. Um, that's for another day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some talk about, you know, P.F. Chang's sponsoring this. How much could you get at P.F. Chang's? We'll have to do some in-depth research. Uh, but again, another time for another day. Let's go to the MVP. By the way, we did a Twitter poll. MVP was indeed Stephanie for the last uh, episode. So we got a lot of people with one. Nick and Evan both have two MVP awards uh, on an episode by episode basis. But your MVP of this episode, let's go with uh, Kevin, your MVP. Uh, Man, this one's tough because whether we're going on performance or storyline or, you know, um, I'm going to go with Coach T, I think. Mm. He was just so good this episode. Bombay would be a close runner up too, I think, though. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. I, Coach T does kind of steal the episode here. Um, so, and I'm, I'm trying to think of like who else really pushed everything along. But uh, Tommy? I, I'm going to give it to Evan. I think he is the MVP of this episode. He is the one that essentially dictates, you know, them losing or them, you know, forfeiting the championship game. He moves it along. He gives their inspiring speech. If not for Evan, I'm going to argue that they lose in the title game. Um, because, you know, Coach T and the Ducks are definitely rattled ahead of their little playoff. But for the title game, they're ready, and then you've got no Sophie there. Um, I think Evan is your MVP for this episode. In an episode that's that's full of MVP moments, you know, Coach T, I, I think, is definitely my favorite character the entire series. Um, but I think Evan gets the MVP for, for this episode. Uh, and he also gets to kiss the girl, so. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, I can't remember who makes the actual deal. What says we get the duck's name? Was that Bombay? I think that was Bombay. Yeah. Yeah. It was Bombay because he said like we won't play again or something like that. Um, and but if we win, we get the duck's name because like and also you got to think yeah this is like you know Bombay wants that name back and he deserves to have it back really. Yeah. So. I'm I'm torn. I kind of want to go with Bombay just because he sets everything up and he goes with the jerseys. But a lot of um, great points by Tommy and Kevin. But I guess I'll I I should stick with what I have uh, written down. But uh, I got if I had to change, I might go. I might go with Evan and just say it. But I'll leave it up to the lights again. But I I think officially we'll go with Evan and I'll go with Evan. Uh, Tommy has convinced me I'm changing my vote, but I'll leave it up to the quiet lights again to see uh, who they agree with. And that is it. Episode 10 state of play. We did it. Uh, kind of a uh, sad, like, I don't know if this is going to be it, which I, I think we've talked about before, but 
it's been my entire life waiting for like the Mighty Ducks reboot and now it's here. So it's like this, this, there's nothing else to look forward to, I guess. It's a very depressing time in, uh, I guess, all of our lives. So, yeah, Mike's going to have to go like back to taking care of his baby daughter now instead of just, <laughs> yeah, I have to like look for her future and, you know, take joy in that. So uh, it, it's going to be a, an adjustment for sure. You're going to have to start scheming ways to get her into Harvard. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I should do some research on, you know, what what's going to be like the most in-demand instrument or like sport to play uh in oh geez 2038 so i, I guess that will oc- occupy my time but for us the quacktech.com go there contact us at quacktechpod on twitter facebook.com slash quacktechpod go to itunes give us five stars uh some producers have been saying we don't need to name all the producers and so i'm going to take their advice just to shorten the episode a little bit uh, I'll mention any new producers. So we did have Wayne Perkins uh, a couple weeks ago. I'll mention Wayne. Just say, thanks, Wayne. But if you're a producer and you're not in the producer Discord channels, then let me know because that's you know really where the planning for all of this stuff is coming from. They've been helping me with categories, uh, planning these live hangouts, that kind of stuff. So if you're a producer, you're going to be wanting, want to get on the Discord and be in the secret producer channels although they're not so secret now and for us remember ducks fly together ducks fly together black black